Good morning, family. Good morning. Wilda is in the house. Okay, church service is over. <laughs> We've been blessed already. Obviously, I'm not Mike. We could call this Flexibility Sunday. I think it's on number five, but I kept the format, so hopefully it won't, we won't have to be too flexible. Leslie's going to do our announcements this morning. I have my own little fan section right there. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, just a couple of announcements here. After church today, remember we are all trying to pitch in to bring items in from the shed inside for our rummage sale. And if you hang around, uh, you even get fed afterwards with some pizza. So hey, that's a perk. Um, if you even just bring one item in, I guess you could have one slice. But uh, <laughs> hey, as long as you're helping. A uh, couple of other things. Regarding the rummage sale, we do have our, our bake sale at the rummage sale as well. So we have a sign-up sheet, and it'll be here next week to sign up for the baked goods. So start thinking about if you want to bake something for our bake sale, that would be wonderful. The Mud Hens game. So you've had, we've had this in the bulletin now for a little while. That is coming up on September 10th. But as a heads up, August 19th is the cutoff for the sign-up. So if you want to join us, definitely make sure you get your name on the list. It's right out here in the narthex. Make sure you sign your name if you plan on attending that, that ball game. The Cricket Craft Club, we just met on Friday for our second time. Uh, we're starting to make t-shirts for our craft show. If you would like to join, you're more than welcome to. We're just meeting once a month at this point. Uh, if you have no experience or a lot of experience, you're more than welcome to join. Also, there will be no ladies Bible study on August 3rd or August 10th, uh, mostly because of the rummage sale and bake sale that's going to be going on. Other than that, there are still a few more announcements, but please refer to your bulletin for additional information. And Wilda brought Paul with her. We're so happy to see you, Paul. Thank you. If you could please stand and join me in the call to worship. Oh, wait a minute. We oh. have a couple more announcements. I'm sorry. Um, I just want to remind um, people that are on my uh, worship committee that we're having a meeting uh, Thursday, August 4th at 6 o'clock, and we will meet in Mike's office because we will be all set up for the rummy, setting up for the rummage sale. I also, speaking of the rummage sale, I have community signs as you leave. If you can take one and put it somewhere that is not with all the um, other signs that are there, such as our judge... Todd Morgan's sign, so don't block it. <laughs> uh, but if you could take a sign and put it out for the mummy sale, I would appreciate it. I do have a sign, a sheet that says you have the sign and about where you're going to locate it. Uh, I would appreciate that. Thank you. Todd has a message. Uh, just again, the 
men's fellowship is the second Saturday. We have breakfast at 9 o'clock. And obviously, if you want to come a little early and help make breakfast, we most certainly will not turn you down. More free food. We love our food at the Methodist Church. <laughs> Are there any other announcements? All right, please stand and join me in the call to worship. Pour out, out on, on us, us, O Lord, Lord the spirit of, of kindness, compassion, and peace. Sprinkle us with the morning dew of refreshing blessings, gladness of heart, release from our burdens, and comfort from our hurts and pains. Let us rejoice in you. And remain standing for our first hymn found on page 170, Oh How I Love Jesus. And as a quick heads up, remain standing after the hymn as we're going to greet one another with a smile and a handshake. I'd like to officially welcome my Pennsylvania family that's joined us this morning. I guess they didn't have enough of me this weekend. They wanted another hour. So welcome. And at this time, if you would show the celebration of our peace with the folks around you. Good morning. Don't you get up. Oh, good morning. Oh, excuse me. Good morning. Good morning. Do you feel like a celebrity? <laughs> We're so glad to see you. Oh, thank you. Good morning, Paul. 
We are so glad to see you guys. Oh, we've missed you. We should have thought of the half hour. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yes, at one point. At this time, we're going to go to uh, our prayer list. I have a few to add. Um, an update on Pat Duty was here someplace. Um, basically, uh, Mike reached out and found out that Pat is going to have some upcoming surgeries, and she'll probably be in the hospital for a while but she can't have visitors at this point. So when, she can, when they are accepting visitors, we'll let you know. Um, our condolences to Jay and Alice. His sister passed away this past week. Um, we were going to mention Wilda, but she's here, so we're assuming all is good, and we welcome you back. Um, also... Sandy has asked us to keep uh, Lisa Grant in our prayers. She's the woman that runs the house where um, Sandy's son Jacob is living. They just recently found out she has a tumor behind the eye, and it's really rare. Um, she's at Kellogg right now, so hopefully she'll be getting the best treatment she can. But keep Lisa Grant in your prayers also. Any other prayers that are not mentioned that you'd like to raise? Or some celebrations? Lucy? Um, I'd like to say prayers for all the seniors from Riverside Terrace oh, yes. in, in Adrian, because they're still in, in limbo as far as I understand that um, Thursday, they have to. A lot of them have to evacuate from where they evacuated to and find someplace else. So it's a struggle. Um, basically, my wife just tripped yesterday. She went to have it checked out. It's not broken, but she definitely injured her arm. So please keep her in your prayers. Her right arm. Yeah. Am I up? I'm ready. Yep. Ready, set, go. <laughs> we, I don't have a prayer request. We just have a joy. Um, so Breslin went to the uh, five, the six-day camp, and Isla went to the three-day camp. And I know Olivia was with her at Somerset Beach Campground. It's the Methodist retreat for the kids. It was like a week long. They had worship in the morning, worship at night. Um, so many fun camp things. It's called Somerset Beach Campground, right over here in Somerset, right outside, right on US 12. Wow, what a powerful, wonderful place for young kids, for worship, for prayer, and also just to be kids. It was awesome. So what a cool place for the kids to go. Thanks for sharing that. Maybe next year we can sponsor a few kids to go. I just want to thank everybody for the prayers and texts and cards for my father. Everything went okay. And... Um, I know that uh, he's living with his heavenly body now and he can see, so that gives me peace. Thank you. Awesome. 
If you would, join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. We thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed on us, the blessing of old friends coming back to church, the blessing of children being able to go to camp and hear your words morning and night. Lord, even amongst these blessings, we have stresses and trouble and worry. You've heard some of our prayer requests this morning, Lord, and you knew even before we voiced them what they were. We ask you to comfort our loved ones. Be with those that are in need of medical treatment. Be with those that are lonely, suffering, or grieving. Lord, we know you walk with us, and we are so grateful for that. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. If you'll please join me in a litany of praise. I will proclaim your greatness, my God and King. I will thank you forever and ever. Every day I will thank you and praise you forever and ever. The Lord is great and is to be highly praised. His greatness is beyond understanding. What you have done will be celebrated from one generation to the next. They will proclaim your mighty deeds. The Lord is loving and merciful, slow to become angry, and full of constant love. The Lord is good to everyone. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will give you thanks. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all may know of your mighty deeds and the great splendor of your kingdom. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord reaches to all those, those who, who fall. He, he lifts up all who are bowed down. The, the eyes of all look to you. You give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. My Let mouth will speak in praise, praise of the Lord. Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. And please stand as we sing the Gloria. As it was in 
You may be seated. Flexibility part number one for today. Our anthem was going to be sung by Chris Greenfield, but Kim, excuse me, but um, he had word that a cousin of his who was like a brother suffered a heart attack, so he's out of town. So keep Kim and his family in your prayers also. Um, so if you'll bear with me, one of the songs we're going to sing today is called My Jesus. You have the song sheet in front of you. Rick is going to play it for us during our anthem so you can hear it, and then we'll sing it a little bit later. If you want to, sing it now. I don't care. So, My Jesus will be our anthem. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way.
If the children would come up front, we have a message for you today. Don't forget your suckers. Good morning. How are you folks this morning? Good? Do you, do you know what a disciple is? No idea? Okay. A disciple is someone that goes about spreading the word or the beliefs of somebody else. We are disciples for Jesus. We want to tell people about Jesus. So we're going to learn a little bit about some disciples. Anybody know what this is? A fishing pole, yes, or a fishing rod. How many people can use a fishing pole? How many, Morgan? How many at one time can use this fishing pole? Only one fishing pole. Only one person for the fishing pole, right? How many fish do you think I can catch at a time, Josh? One. Just one. Would we be able to feed everybody with just one fish? No, probably not. I've got something else here, and Miss Leslie's decided, she really didn't have a choice, but to be my assistant. Yeah, this is a fishing net. So, I'm going to go down here. And in Jesus' time, when Jesus lived, the fishermen used something like this, and they would put their end down, and they would walk into the water, and then scoop it up. And do you think they only had one fish? I bet there would be a lot of fish. Do you think if we had a lot of fish, we could feed all these people? Yes. Oh, there went my fix. Okay. Good thing we were done. Just leave it. Thank you. Okay, when Jesus lived, he picked some people to be his disciples. He picked 12 special people to help him get his beliefs out, to spread the word. And those people had special talents and abilities. Guess what? You have special talents and abilities too. All of those big people out there have special talents and abilities, too. Yeah. Some have different talents. Like, for instance, Miss Louise here, she can sing. I can't sing. That's why I tell Rick to turn the microphone off when we're doing songs. Because I'm going to sing, but I don't sound good. So we all have special talents. Do you have a talent, Morgan? I could put two hooks on this, you think? I'll have to tell my husband about that. He's been fishing wrong all these years. Thank you. Thank you. So, God wants us to be like the fishermen. 
Instead of using just one pole, because we can only catch one fish, he wants us to use all these people here to go fish for people. We're going to fish for people. And what do you think we're going to tell them when we find all these people? Morgan, what do you think we're going to tell them? Yeah. We're going to fish for people. And you know what we're going to do when we find those people? Josh, what do you think we're going to do when we find those people? That's a tough one. I'm sorry. What do you think we're going to do when we find those people? You got it on the first guess. Yes. We're going to tell them about Jesus. Jesus wants us to live our life for him. And to work as a team, not by ourselves, but as a team to spread the word about Jesus. Think we can do that? Who thinks they can do that? Okay, we got it. We'll be a team in this effort. And, Miss Leslie, did you bring your suckers? All right. Thank you for joining me this morning. Get your suckers and you can go back to your seat. And I'll take my fishing stuff back to my husband. Now, if you will, stand if you are able. And we're going to sing my Jesus. And turn me off, Rick. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way Rises up from an empty grave Ain't no sinner that he can save Let me tell you about my Jesus His love is strong and his grace is free And the good news is I know that he Can do for you what he's done for me Let me tell you about my Jesus And let my Jesus change your life 
Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up. Now that I got you rocking, you can sit down. All right, so Flexibility Sunday here. We're going to switch things up a little bit again. And we are going to go to our first and only scripture reading this morning that comes from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Uh, It's the first disciples. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now, go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish, and on the verge of sinking. That's a lot of fish. No, that's not in the scripture reading. That's a lot of fish, though. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Thank you, Leslie. Please join me in a prayer. Heavenly Father, Please be with me this morning as I share my thoughts with my Christian siblings. May the words of my mouth be pleasing to you, my rock and redeemer. Amen. The song we sang, My Jesus, was written and performed by Ann Wilson. Her singing career got its start when she was only 15 years old. 
She was awoken one morning at 3.30 to learn that her older and only brother, Jacob, whom she adored, had been killed in a car accident. She and her family were totally in shock and devastated, as you can probably imagine. The next morning, she went to the piano and started praying and worshiping God, thanking him for the time she was given with her brother. She used the song, What a Beautiful Name, by Hillsong Worship, to do that. While she was playing and singing, her parents heard her and asked her if she would sing at her brother's funeral. Since the age of six, she'd been playing piano, but this would be her first time singing ever in front of an audience, and it would be at her brother's funeral. Hard to imagine at 15 singing at your brother's funeral. She drew her strength from God. The video of her singing was posted online and it went viral. Two years later, she signed a record deal. Growing up, she had always looked up to the sky and admired the stars and felt she was going to be an astronaut for NASA. But she now believes that God called her to worship, praise his name, and glorify him through her music. She feels honored to have been asked. The strength of her faith amazes me, especially at such a young age. I want that kind of faith. I want to be that kind of Christian. For as long as I can remember, I've always considered myself a Christian. I grew up in the same Methodist church where my parents were married 72 years ago. The original church burned down, but my mom still worships in the same building. Even though I consider myself a Christian, I haven't always been the same kind of Christian. There have been times it might have even been questionable if I was a Christian. At different times, I even stayed away from the church. Sometimes I was just a C&E Christian. You know, that Christmas and Easter Christian that only showed up at those times. I've not always been proud of my actions. I've often felt I didn't know enough. I couldn't quote scripture, and I still can't. I don't remember what I read in the Bible, even though I've read through it a couple times. However, it's like seeing a movie a second or third time. Each time you read it, you catch something that you didn't catch the time before. In spite of all that, I do think I'm the best Christian now that I've ever been. Yes, I'm still a work in progress, still making mistakes, and still have a long way to go. I was always envious, and still am, of the people who claimed God spoke to them. I wondered, why isn't he talking to me? I don't hear what he's saying. I think part of the problem is he has been talking to me but I never slow down or pause long enough to hear him. I know that's shocking to many of you that I need to slow down. Since Pastor Mike, or excuse me, Mike has been here, things have changed a little for me. 
I seem to be hearing God a lot. I think it started with the first bulletin that I read on July 12th. You know that little thing down there at the bottom that we post every week that says, remember to say something good about our church to someone this week. As I thought about that, I couldn't think of anyone that I had done that with. Then I thought about our mission statement. Rooted in tradition, serving in the present, building God's kingdom for the future by bringing the good news of Christ to the community through word and deed. We have a ch as a church have been in survival mode for a while, trying to pay our bills and make repairs. Are we doing what our mission statement says? Have we been sharing the good news? I know we've been sharing a whole lot of love, which I think is a good place to start. I now realize that God does speak to me. Many times it's through songs I hear on the Christian radio, like the one we sang today. He also spoke to me last week during our ladies' Bible study. The question was, what do you know about God that no one could ever change your mind about? Whoa, that's heavy. Think about that for a moment. What do you know about God that no one could ever change your mind about? Right now, the message seems to be saying the same thing to me. Tell somebody about my Jesus. I need to share my faith. Share what God has done for me. Share what keeps me going through life's struggles. What would you tell people about your Jesus? For me, I think I'd tell people about God's promises and how he has walked with me and continues to walk with me now. He's been walking with me since the day I was born. I arrived six weeks early and doctors told my parents I had a 50-50 chance of survival. There was nothing wrong with me other than I was small and I was six weeks early. But just think about how long ago that was. Um, the promise that helps me many times is Philippians 4.13. That's one I can quote. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I found a list of Bible verses. It says, Bible verses on God's promises. 50 different verses from the Bible that gives us God's promises. I'm going to keep this so when I'm forgetful, I can reread it. I made a few copies if anybody wants one. As God's disciples, we are told to share the good news. In fact, we are commanded to do so many times in the Bible. Tell folks about your Jesus. I've taken some liberties with an article written by Rick Warren, who's the senior pastor at Saddleback, Saddleback Church in Lake Forest, California, and he's also an author. Many of you have probably read his works. He says there are 10 reasons from the Bible as to why God wants us to share our faith. Number one, God made us to know him. 
We are uniquely made in his image. We have a spirit, which means we can communicate with God. Ephesians 4, excuse me, Ephesians 1 verse 4 says, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. We need to help others know him. Number two, evangelism was Jesus' mission, and we are called to do likewise. His mission was to seek and save lost, the lost. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who were lost. Jesus repeats this message over and over again in the New Testament. If I'm a Christian, my mission in life isn't optional. It's a command. We're either obedient to Jesus or we're not. Number three, evangelism is our responsibility. Ezekiel 3.18 says, When I tell wicked people that they will die because of their sins, you must warn them to turn from their sinful ways so they won't be punished. If you refuse, you are responsible for their death. Pastor Warren says that people are in our lives for a reason. We need to share the word. Number four, evangelism is a privilege. 2 Corinthians 5.20 reminds us that, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Number five. Evangelism shows your gratitude for what Jesus has done for you. Ephesians 2.12, In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. Lucky for us, we do know about the promises of God and are able to live with hope. We need to help others find that hope. Number six, people are hopelessly lost without Christ. Jesus is the only one who can save us or them. Act 4.12 says, There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. There is no other way to get to heaven. He has chosen to share it through us. Lots of people in the world still need to hear it. Will you help share the good news? Number seven, God wants everyone to be saved. Second Peter tells us that God does not want anyone to be lost. That means there is no one too bad, too far gone, or beyond our help. Just plant the seed. Number eight, you will be rewarded for eternity. According to Colossians 3, verse 24, you will be rewarded in heaven for leading people to Christ. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as, you re as your reward, and that the master you are serving is Christ. Number nine, God's table God's timetable for history hinges on us completing our mission. Everyone wants to know, when's he coming back? 
When's the time? Unfortunately, no one knows. However, Jesus has made it clear in Matthew 24, 14, when he will return. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That means if we want to see Jesus come back, we need to tell everybody about Jesus now. And finally, number 10. The reason we have to tell everybody about our Jesus. We'll be glad when we see those people in heaven. Luke 15, 7 tells us, In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Just think how awesome it will be when we get to heaven to see all those folks that we share Jesus with. What a party that will be. That leaves two questions. Are you ready, as a church, to lead people to Christ? How are we going to do it? Let's fill our hearts with love and get started. Amen. Please join me for We Believe. Oh, nope. I, I guess we should take the offering. Sorry. Thank you, Leslie. That's why we have to do this as a team.
Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the gifts that you have given us. We bring back gifts to you, Lord, and we ask that you help them, help us to share your good news. Amen. Now we can sing We Believe. desperation when all we know is doubt and fear there is only one foundation we believe we believe in this broken generation when all is dark you help us see there is only one salvation we believe we believe we believe in God the Father we believe Jesus Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit, and He's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion, we believe that He conquered death. We believe in the resurrection, and He's coming back again. We believe. So let our faith be more than anthems Greater than the songs we sing And in our weakness and temptations
as a family of believers. Please join me in the benediction. Now, O Lord, go with us and strengthen us, that through us the gospel might be shown and fully known, and that all our neighbors might hear. Deliver us from every evil work and preserve us until we see the kingdom in its fullness. God of peace be with you. Just one thought. Mike did the bulletin. He sent us four bulletins at the beginning of July before he came. The only thing I changed was the songs and my message. I take that as a God sighting because I think his prayers and his words that he put in here were very appropriate for today. So go in peace. Hope you got your work clothes on so we can go move some stuff and we'll have pizza in a few minutes.